Hey friend, really proud of this Portfolio Career Podcast episode with Ray Slaterberry. Ray is the social media manager at Remote Year, a future of work startup financed by venture capitalist firms like Flybridge Capital Partners. Remote Year designs and leads programs around the world for remote workers and companies. Remote Year has been featured on CNBC, New York Times, and the Washington Post, just to name a few. They have some exciting four and 12 month programs starting in March and April, if you're interested. Ray talks about the new strong bonds that are formed with peers in the program and how they have contributed to his work as well. He is currently working with content creators to document and share the remote year experience. I can't wait to see that. I'm also working with a startup on their podcast. So if you're a content creator and company executive and want a podcast, I'm happy to tell you more about what to expect. So please email me or check out my website, PortfolioCareerPodcast.com for more information. Deemed a life milestone, Ray talks about the book that he just authored called Golden Boy. It just came out. Ray mentions how special this book is to him and would love your support. So to connect with Ray, go check out his Instagram at RaySlaterB. He expresses his long-standing desire to get paid from his mind, not for his time something we should all aspire to do. And I want to help you achieve this. I'm thankful to Remote Year and their broader team for bringing Ray and I together at the Future of Work Summit earlier this year in New York. So tune in to build and grow your portfolio career. And as always, let me know what you think. Cool. Welcome to a Portfolio Career Podcast. Your host, David Nabinski, is here with Ray Slater-Berry. How's it going, Ray? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Cool. So... If we were to go to an event tonight, Ray, how do you typically introduce yourself? Good question. I am Ray Slaterberry. I write in my free time and I'm a social media manager for Remote Year. Okay, cool. And for people that don't know about Remote Year and also kind of where you are, you're you're traveling across Central America? Yeah. Yeah, so I um well, Remote Year is basically an enabler for remote workers to carry on with their job or their current role and travel the world with it. So Remote offers four to 12 month programs and I am currently on a four month program and we started in Lima in Peru and we next up we went to was Colombia. We went to Medellin and Bogota and now I'm on my final month of the four month in uh, Mexico City. And how did you, how did you start working at Remote Year? I think I'd had my eye on Remote Year for a long time. I, I'd probably known about them for a year, and I had a few friends that worked in the company. And I was just waiting for something to come up that suited me and suited my role and my skill set. And social media coordinator came up, and I said, you know what, that's it, I'm in. And I <laughs> did everything I needed to do to get my um, resume into the right hands. I passed it through friends that were working there. And did the official application process as well. And yeah, I, it, it was quite a long process, actually. It was about a two, three-month process. But I eventually got in. I know there were uh, they had just over 400 qualified applicants for the role. So something I still hold quite proud is um, I beat them all to it. <laughs> I got this position. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, it's a privilege and an honor to to be talking to you now. And I guess you mentioned like skill set was you saw the the role and you said that matches with my skill set. Like maybe talk a little bit more about your skill set. Yeah. I'm a writer at heart. I've always wanted to write, whether that's long form, short form, whether that's fiction, nonfiction. I've always kind of cherished the idea of being paid for my mind and not for manual labor. And um, I've always wanted to, yeah, push myself and my writing skills. So at the time that I actually left university, uh, social media was a big game changer. And I saw it as an opportunity for me to write and create. And I love the idea of, you know, um, getting behind a brand. And I don't know why. It's a really odd kind of area for me to fall into. But after that, I was like, yep, sold. Like, social media it is. And it's a, it's a hugely in-demand role. Like, every company needs social media at the moment. So as soon as I saw that remotely had that social media role coming up, I, I was actually in a much different position and possibly a higher position. I was a head of creative strategy for internally for another company. And so it almost was like a step down in terms of position, but I saw it as a step up in terms of company because I thought that remote year were working with a, a purpose and like a stronger, yeah, a stronger kind of purpose. And they were changing the way we work and the way the world works. And so I was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to go for this and I'll, I'll work my way up in that company, but I'm willing to take the step down. Hmm. That's fascinating. I love that getting paid for your mind and not necessarily yeah. your time. Yeah, exactly. Is that uh, is that kind of like a motto of yours? Well, I studied English literature and creative writing, and I did a master's in professional business writing. And after that, I, I just thought, you know, Ray, you put in so much time, so much money, so much effort into getting these degrees and nourishing what I would like to consider as a talent. And I was like, never go back to not using this talent. I want to be uh, pushing it every day. I want to be, be testing it. I want to keep myself on my toes. So however I can do that in a in a job kind of realm, I will. Awesome. Well, I'd love to, you mentioned, talked about remote year and, and changing changing work and the future of work and how companies work. So can't wait to dive into that more. But you know, while we started talking about writing, I'd love to learn about your upcoming book, Golden Boy? Yes. Yeah, my first ever novel. Um, it's actually in the print house at the moment, which is crazy. I cannot believe it. <laughs> so it actually originated at university. And we had a kind of prompt for a short story. And that prompt was to take a saying that people usually say and to make that literal. So in the UK, I, probably elsewhere as well, but we'll say something like, oh, you're driving me up the wall or it's raining cats and dogs outside and things like that. So I took the saying, you have a heart of gold and put that into a literal sense. And so I said to myself, okay, what would, what would happen if you were born with a heart of gold? Of course, you wouldn't be able to live. However, it, the kind of thought process there is that you were such a genuine, kind, caring person. So um, that prompt fed and led the way for golden boy and it's about a lady called barbara bridges who who has a stillborn son and writes a series of letters to this son overcoming her loss and in an effort to kind of deal with her grief she develops a questionable relationship with a child in her town so it's a it's a very i would say it's it's a it's a drama 
kind of verging on psychological thriller. <laughs> but it's it's come out of literally out of the air, and it's an idea I've been running with for the last seven years. And you know, sometimes the book goes away and gets you know put on the shelf for months at a time. And last summer, yeah, it was last summer actually. Last summer I left my last company, and I said, Ray, when else are you going to have the time and the effort to be able to fully focus on this book? So I took five months or six months off work and was writing full time. And, you know, I was in the mind of this, this lady who was kind of going off the rails and I was writing as her for five to six hours a day. And it was emotionally exhausting. There would, there would be times when I'd be crying at my laptop because I was so sad of what I was putting this lady through and I'd pull away and I kind of couldn't go out that night because I was so engulfed in this other life. And I felt like I'd been through everything. And so I finished the book last summer. I actually met my editor and publisher and my designer on the road. Uh, they, they're all remote, so they're part of the Remote Year program. And I met them. Uh, I met my editor and publisher back in April. And I said, Ray, you've you got to take some actions here. You know, you've got to, if you want this book to publish, it's up to you now. Like writing, they don't tell you writing is about 50% of the work. <laughs> the other 50% is what comes afterwards. So yeah, I signed with, I signed with my editor and publisher and the book is actually available for pre-order now, which is like, I literally can't believe it. And I'm getting the first 10 copies shipped to Mexico next week. And I'll have the physical copy in my hand in Mexico City. And we're having a launch party here with everyone I've been traveling with for the last four months. And yeah, it's, it's been a ride. It's been a real ride. That's incredible. <laughs> I yeah. want to just take a, a moment to acknowledge that of like the the energy and emotion that you you put into that, and I can't wait to read it. And that's so cool about having a launch party and and next week. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I literally can't believe it now. Even even as I'm saying it, because it's the first time I've kind of said all of this out loud. It's all been through emails or you know in pieces, and now I've just you know gone through that whole story of it and I'm literally on the cusp of being a published author and the the thing is if I sell one book or if I sell thousands of books to me that doesn't matter to me the milestone in my life was having having my work out there being a published author and having someone buy a little piece of my mind you know that's something that I have created purely from here purely from my head and it's on paper and I'm I'm selling that. And that's what I was getting at earlier as well is that, you know, being paid uh, for your talents and being paid for your mind is something I love the idea of. And just to think that something that I've created from nothing is out there on paper and it's affecting someone's life is insane. I, I'm so excited. Mm. I hope... Uh... This podcast does the same for for somebody else as well. <laughs> um, that I'm able to share that as well, and yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. that's incredible, right? Thank you, thank you. Very and much. Uh, yeah, it's such a privilege to hear you say this is the first time you've ever publicly shared it. And yeah, uh, it is, yeah. it is. And I, yeah, as I said, we've got that launch party probably in about ten days now, and it's going to be with these people that I've been traveling with for the last four months. So they've seen my ups and downs and have supported me as much as they can um, and have held me accountable for deadlines and things like that. And we have some staff, some remote year staff, some citizens. So those are people that have completed 
a full month or a 12 month and are in the city at the moment and I have some friends flying in as well so yeah it's it's kind of all coming to the last hurrah <laughs> and then it's out there in the world and also just the beginning too so that's so cool yeah exactly so I guess um that's amazing that you said you met the designer and editor kind of along the way in your journey and I think you know one thing that I'm really curious about is you know what is it like to go on a remote year experience you know what kind of skills and skill sets and are you seeing and you know what are some examples of some of those profiles of how people are able to be to pull it off and have such a great experience yeah so my group is unique in the sense that it is actually one of the smallest remote year groups so i think we're about 20 to 21 people so if at a push we can all fit in a room um so we're we're very close we got very close very quickly because there's no hiding behind you know uh, some of these programs are 40 to 50 people strong but the skill sets completely vary anyone that comes on remote year basically can do their work from a computer all you need is a wi-fi connection and we've got yeah we've got designers we've got writers we've got photographers videographers we've got programmers hr consultants marketing consultants uh, one guy is actually retired and owns properties in dc and is managing his properties from here and is just using remote year as a personal growth opportunity uh, he's learning to play the guitar learning spanish figuring out what he wants to do to do next but yeah there's, there's a huge variation of talent there's a lot of side hustles going on which i love people get scrappy you know and we're all supporting each other in that and people's passions and actually after this i have a accountability meeting with a small group of us on this program where we all kind of set goals what we wanted to achieve month by month week and week and a meeting to see if we hit those goals and obviously mine was to get golden boy out there by the end of the year and i can proudly sit at that meeting and say yes i've done it so far <laughs> so yeah it's everyone here is is different in their reasons for coming on remote year is different and what they're doing on remote year. But everyone kind of shares that same, I guess that same mentality of openness and vulnerability. You know, you're, you're traveling with a group of strangers uh, that you've never met before and you're living with them, you're working with them, you're going through these new experiences with them and you're, you're at your most vulnerable points, your, your most uncomfortable points in sometimes. And it's a real game changer because it is like nothing you've ever experienced before. And you can't, can't quite describe the feeling that you have until you're here with them. I'm closer with some of these people that I've been traveling with for three months than, I've, than I am from friends back home that I've known for seven or eight years just because we've been through so much together. Yeah, it's a real social experiment. It's, it's, a, it's a great one. <laughs> Which then maybe creates, you know, personal growth can maybe create professional growth too in terms of if you learn how to manage certain deadlines or get through certain hurdles and obstacles, then when you see it with with writing or yeah, Definitely. some other project deadlines. We, well, we've, we've got a girl with us at the moment. Her name's Ariel and she writes for BuzzFeed and she had never really covered travel content before. She'd never written about travel. So she came on remote because she wanted to change her her writing and what she was focusing on and it's been a push for her you know personally she's she's in these new places she's got all these new experiences but professionally her writing has changed and adapted and now she can 
like conquer that realm of travel writing. We've got another girl with us who works for a Latin American beer company, and she's used this opportunity to meet with people that are actually experiencing her brand. And it's changing the way that she's thinking about the brand and how to market that brand as well. So, you know, we're we're all in these these situations of of personal growth daily, but the professional side of things is is happening as well, whether that's weekly, monthly, or is just all all up here in your head. People have really grown um, professionally too. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think you know one thing that myself and others when they think about you know, kind of remote work or, you know, kind of being a digital nomad and stuff that they're probably, you know, they don't know how to do it or what it's really like. And maybe they've seen an article or they've heard a, you know, seen a photo of a laptop on a beach and they're kind of like, that looks great, but that's not necessarily for me. I guess one thing I'd be curious about is kind of like, how could more people think, hey, maybe I could go on a remote year. Maybe I could travel someplace. And because I have this type of skill or these types of communities. Do you have any advice for people that are just kind of, you know, thinking about like, how could I incorporate more travel and work into, Yeah. Uh, how could I combine those two? Yeah. I think the first step you need to take is a step of consideration and saying, how much of my work do I do online? How much of my work do I do at my laptop? And how much of work can I do at my laptop? If you're in an office right now, and you are having meetings with people in your office, can they be done online? Does your company offer working from home options, whether that's a couple of days a month, a couple of days a year, do they offer that? And if they do, why aren't they offering more of that? The thing that Remote Year is doing, and actually the reason I joined Remote Year is is changing the way the world works. And it's just a matter of consideration for the employee and for a company to say, hang on, can we can we go remote? Can we do this? We're, we're basically doing it anyway. All of our work is done on our laptops at the moment anyway. So I think that's a, that's the first thing that you need to do is that kind of consideration of the the opportunity and the ability to be able to work remotely. Second up after that is literally saying, okay, you don't ask, you don't get. If you're working for a company, they're, they're not, no one's going to offer you the chance to work remotely. But if you bring it up, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be opposed to it either. It just maybe means that they haven't had the, the that question raised before. Uh, you know, we've always been working in a, in, a, in a certain way for so many years now. And now that the way technology is, we are able to work remotely and companies can start changing that, start changing towards that as well. It, it will help them. I mean, you're not paying for office space anymore. You have suddenly a, a global realm of talent rather than a pool of a three to five mile radius around your offices so it's it's bringing that up with your company or if you're self-employed or uh, you know a freelancer then that question is okay why aren't i doing it what's stopping me what's holding me back and it's just taking that jump you know having that risk so to say and just saying you know what let's let's roll with it it's not going to be smooth sailing no way you know, you're you're working outside of your comfort zone, you're working all over the world, but Remote Year provides you with everything that you need to ensure that you're doing your job as as efficiently as possible. So you'll get a working space and you'll get a you'll get accommodation every month that is within walking distance of the working space. You get travel support, tech support, travel between 
each of your cities. You get all of your events laid up. So if it's not on Google Calendar, it doesn't exist. And all of your fun is organized for you. So it's literally like I will go into the office. I will have my working day. I'll look at my calendar and say, ah, it's, for example, tonight, I'm learning how to make tacos in, in Mexico City. Great. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to learn how to make tacos in Mexico City? So everything is organized for you so that you can literally just open your laptop, get on with whatever it is you do. And then in your free time, you can make the most of that as well. Fascinating. Fascinating. Do you, you, you work with content creators and, you know, do you see more need for content creation in Central America, South America? And, you know, is there any differences between that type of work compared to, you know, work in the States like New York where I am? So I think that content is king and the way companies need to market now is very much through third-party referrals, you know, word of mouth. It's all well and good, a company creating content and saying, this is what we do, we're amazing at it, join us. But if someone else is saying, this is what I did, this was amazing, this is why you should do it, it's, it comes as so much more of a, a solid reference than hearing it from the company directly. So I'm actually running a, a pilot project at the moment for Remote Year, and we're working with influencers and um, content creators. So I'm traveling with them. There's, I have three of them. I have one content creator, two influencers. And I'm traveling with them for this four-month period. And we're going to see how it works, see what content we can create. You know, Remote is really managing to have a say of how the story is told. But it's also being told from someone else's point of view, which is fantastic. You know? <laughs> yeah, and we'll see how much of a success it is. I mean, we've had tons of content created, just photos and videos that we we couldn't get any like beforehand. And it's so amazing being with them here and going through all their experiences and you know one influencer her name is becca and she manages an account called half half travel and it's a travel photography account and she manages that account with her boyfriend dan and dan is the videographer so he's our content creator and all of the content that she's writing for the blog is very much professional growth orientated you know uh working spaces that she's loved networking events that she's attended how has this helped her grow professionally and then the other influencer i'm working with her name her instagram handle is jessica rose sturdy and she runs a blog called bows and sequence and her side of things that we, that she's covering is the personal growth side of things how has this changed her mentally the the connections she's formed in each city whether that's to people or to the city itself and it's actually really really magical seeing this growth as they go and witnessing it every single day. I see them every single day. And, you know, at the beginning when I started working with them and we kind of set it up, okay, Becca, I want you to focus on the professional side of things. Jess, I want you to focus on the personal side of things. But actually seeing that play out and it being an, an honest, seeing an honest retelling of their events that, you know, I was at or I took that photo or I was in that video is really magical. And we, we're on our last three weeks and we went live on Instagram on Friday, which was our last Friday in Bogota. And Jess nearly teared up twice. And so did I behind the phone because, you know, they're, they're told to focus on these things, but actually going through it and experiencing it. And it, it's something completely like you can't set up this experience in your head at all. You can't be mentally prepared for it 
in any way because you don't know what it's going to bring you. So when we were kind of reflecting, the the theme of the live was reflecting on the third month of remote year. And we were reflecting, we actually started doing it and it started becoming real. We started talking about these experiences we'd had. And yeah, it got pretty tearful. It's going to be... Mm. It's going to be hard saying goodbye to these people. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe it uh, maybe it doesn't have to end. You know, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned that the project is you know this pilot is is up in a couple of weeks and yeah, yeah. you know and coming out with the book and you know, I guess I'd, I'm kind of curious as to you know you took a leap you know and 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 here you are and obviously you know incredible accomplishment to have the book and and then you know now you're kind of thinking what's next and you know, I'd be curious about like what kind of advice you've you know what kind of advice are you hearing or what are you thinking about through your next journey now that you've gone through you know and seen some things through remote year yeah I think I've really settled down into knowing what makes me happy and knowing what I don't enjoy I think I knew that anyway before remote year but now I'm I have more confidence to say no uh, and I have more confidence to say yes. I know how far out of my comfort zone I want to be and I know how far into my comfort zone I prefer to be. So yeah, after remote year, I mean, I've had these four months very much outside of my comfort zone and I've looked for things along the way that have comforted me. Some things, really stupid things like brunch and me and some, a few members of the group will go for brunch every other Sunday. And that's just such a thing that I used to do back home and such like a big part of London and Barcelona culture. To be able to do that with these people really is a home comfort and to, you know, discuss our week and that sort of thing. But then there there are also other things that, you know, I I am kind of pushing for. And one thing I really miss is beach volleyball. And I played that semi-professionally in Barcelona at quite a high standard I competed up and down the coast and I really really miss beach volleyball and I didn't realize I would miss it this much so I'm thinking in my next step in my next action I have to have beach volleyball in my life I really have to be in a place where I'm going to be able to play it because I can play it's a passion and I think a passion is defined by something you can do for hours and hours and hours and not bat an eyelid not even think that you know, a second has gone by and I can play beach volleyball in Barcelona. I'll play for like seven hours straight. Um, I'll, I'll stop playing to grab some water or to grab, you know, a quick snack and then I'll be back on the court. And I really miss having that passion in my life. And I think that in consideration of my next steps and what's going to happen next year, I need to, I need to have that factored in. Definitely. Mm. That's really interesting that like that one thing is not a professional yeah you know professional act especially after you've gone through so much like you know be a published author and you're still you're still you're still you're still clinging and demanding of yourself to have beach volleyball yeah 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 i i, I guess because a lot of the other things that i love and enjoy i can do from anywhere but beach volleyball i <laughs> I need a beach. <laughs> I need a volleyball. So that's something that I am definitely going to look for and something that makes me really happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And I guess if you, you know, for advice for people that are, you know, kind of just getting started with their career, 
considering you've met so many people and have just such different experiences with people traveling and, you know, people applying to remote year and stuff, what kind of advice do you give people that are kind of just starting out on their professional journey? Um, a lot of the time I go towards the, the, the buffet mm. analogy of being life is a buffet, not an all you can eat challenge and take little bits of what you enjoy sample as much as you possibly can and see what yeah see what makes you happy see what you you really enjoy and then go back to that plate and and fill your plate with those goods you know I'm a very visual person so and I also love food so this is why I do the buffet analogy but yeah don't overload straight away with one thing because you're going to get bored of it or it's going to make you sick or maybe actually after four or five mouthfuls you're not going to enjoy it as much as you thought you would so yeah, dip your toes in every sea, take a bite of everything you possibly can, and then go back to those things that, you know, really resounded with you. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And uh, I guess, uh, is there, you know, as you look at, you know, different projects and, and work that you've uh, contributed to, is there, you know, we talked about a lot here, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about as you think about, you know, kind of your career trajectory? And um, I think... So whereas when I first came out of university, I was very much focused on getting a job <laughs> and being successful in my career and making sure I made the most out of my degree. And so I was perhaps sacrificing happiness for career growth. And that's very much the London lifestyle of you have to go to uh, this position, this position, blah, 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 blah. And I was commuting every day for one to two hours. I was in a a social media marketing agency I was just not happy whatsoever and but I just thought that that is what I needed to do and six months in I was like Ray 10 years are going to go by and they're going to fly by and you're going to look back and think what did I do where did that go what memories do I have and they would not have been happy ones so I got I got out and I took a risk you know I didn't have another job lined up I was like I've always wanted to live in Barcelona Ray okay go you know, the, the only thing holding you back is you. So I started looking for jobs in Barcelona. Within a month, I found a job. I moved over there not knowing anyone, not knowing a word of Spanish. I just made it work because that's what you do in those situations. When you're outside of your comfort zone, you, you make it work because you have to. I landed this great job with this company. You know, I quickly climbed the ranks and I suddenly realized that professional growth doesn't need doesn't necessarily need to be an unhappy thing you know you can enjoy what you do so after that role with that company uh, I ended up as head of creative strategy and I loved going into the office every day and I did not think that that was possible after the first job I had at the London social media marketing agency I there was not a day I woke up and was like oh I have to go into work today and that was the best feeling you know, my, my commute to work was a 10 minute bike ride through Barcelona city. It, it was just insane. And now with the remote, you're on the same, like not a day do I wake up and think, Oh, I have to work today. It's just a part of my day that I genuinely enjoy and love. And I think that my advice for anyone, you know, looking to start in a new career or, or just get started in a certain area that they never started in before would be do what makes you happy because th there are roles out there, positions out there that are really going to gratify you and don't be afraid to say no to those ones that won't and don't be afraid to say yes to those ones that will at the same time 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. Damn. <laughs> the golden boy. Okay. Well, Ray, I'm I'm so, I'm so glad that, you know, Remote Year brought us together and it was so great to meet you in, in New York and, you know, best of luck with the book and really appreciate your time here. And if people want to follow up and, and support you and, and the book and what's the best way to connect? So I um, I have Instagram. If anyone is on Instagram and wants to follow the journey there, I, I'm, I post about the book a lot. I post about my travels a lot. Um, so that's at race later B. If not, then reach out to me on LinkedIn. I am completely open to any support I can get for the book or anyone that just wants to know more. Um, yeah, just ping me a message on LinkedIn and yeah, I'll, uh, I'll reach out. Awesome, Ray. I really appreciate your time and uh, best of luck. We'll be in touch. Thank you so much, David. I'll speak to you soon. 